Hey, it's your friend, mentor, hero, and daily inspiration, Nick Amell, here with another best of two-pack for the Tennis Podcast. This week, we'll be reliving two animal-themed episodes from our archives. That's episode 39, The Top 10 Deadliest Animals on Earth, which was originally released in May of 2019, as well as episode 67, The Top 10 Strongest Animals on Earth, originally released December 2019. Also, we'll finally be back with new original content next week, next Wednesday, September 30th, live-ish, in your ears for episode 101. It's a huge topic, and I can't spoil it, but I'll give you a hint, it's a history-based top 10-ish list. So don't miss episode 101 next week, but for now, let's see which animals could kill you and bench press you the most with the world's deadliest and strongest animals right here, right now, back-to-back on the 10 podcast. Rawr! It's your boys. We're back again. I thought you were going to rhyme. I was thinking about it, but I couldn't think fast enough. If this was a rap battle, you just pissed your pants in front of a crowd. Wouldn't be the first time I pissed my pants in front of a crowd. This is the Tennis Podcast. My name is Nick. Uh, my name is Brandon. This is the podcast where we guess each other's top 10 lists. If you missed last week's episode, we covered the most popular comic book characters ever. And a lot of people reached out to us, said they really liked it. So, I want to thank everyone who has supported our show. I know... What about thanking me? I might call you people nerds. I might call you thumb twaddlers. Brandon calls you much, much, much worse. I have never. uh, Behind closed doors. Have never, would never. Especially people from Memphis. But despite all that, we do appreciate your support. And we hope that you will share our podcast with your friends, with your wife, with your mistress, with your... With your enemies. With your enemies with your presidents. Share our podcast so the whole world can enjoy our unique brand of edutainment. Right, edutainment. Brandon. Uh Uh-huh. I got a good list today. Says you. I guess we'll find out. Today, we're going to be looking at the... Huh? Dinosaurs? We're going to spend an hour of Brandon trying to guess what my top 10 list is. Wait, what? Go. (laughs) Oh. I'm just kidding. We're talking about the deadliest animals on earth. The deadliest animals. I love animals and I love death. So, I'm excited. And you look like an animal. And I look like death. You eat like an animal. You smell like an animal. What qualifies an animal as being deadly? What I'm looking at here is a list from science101.com and I'm going to tell you the vast bulk And we like to talk about vast bulks on this show. The vast bulk of my research and notes comes to me from science101.com. They had an article in September 2018 from Sydney Baum Haynes. I want to thank Sydney for her great article. And this is based on the average number of deaths per year per animal. An average number of people that each animal kills? Per year, yes. Oh, no. Is it one individual animal or all of that type of animal? Uh, I I guess I don't see the difference. Well, look, if it was an average of the individual bear, then we're implying that every bear kills an average. Oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) Okay. Okay. We're saying the total number of people killed by the total population of this animal per year on average. Okay. Worldwide. Does this include insects or little bitty tiny microscopic bugs? Yes, but they are the minority. It's mostly what people think of as an animal. Something you could fight. Something you could fight, yeah. Okay. 
And not a Wolverine though, which we learned last week you would do very poorly in a fight against Wolverine. That's the Wolverine. I think an actual Wolverine is about like as tall as a small dog and you could just stomp all over it. Do people ever call him the Wolverine? It's always just Wolverine, right? Yeah, Wolverine. They don't call him the Wolverine. Yeah, and you know why they call him that? Because that's his nickname? Because he's got a hell of an ass. Mm-hmm. So, why don't you start by telling me what animals you think are safe bets to not be on the list. And by the way- Gentle animals. You're going to guess the top 10, but I also have the top 29 in front of me. Okay. Butterflies? Yeah, I'd say that's a safe bet. No koalas, no rabbits. Well, koalas, aren't they the ones who eat their mother's shit? We learned on a past episode. They eat their nutritious fecal matter. I'm still confused by that because are we saying that all of the mother's shit is nutritious or only certain flavors of the mother's shit is nutritious? I bet they like take a vitamin or something and then they (laughs) they have a special shit for that. I'm going to guess that's not accurate. They aren't on the list. You're right. Um, What do you you think about an earthworm? There's no worms. Uh, There might be other parasites. What would it look like if an earthworm was attacking you? I mean... (laughs) How long would it take for him to slink over to you? Menacingly? Yeah. First, you have to be aware that he even wants to fight you. You have to... No, first you have to be aware (laughs) that he exists. If you happen to look down in the little direction of the ground that he's on, yeah, then you have to be able to determine whether this slither is a or this inching is just a normal casual inching, if it's a hungry, excited, fearful inching, which would be normal for a worm's daily life, or if it's the inching of someone with murderous intent. First, you have to not only notice that he's there, you have to then put a second thought to that period. Because most people are going to look at this worm if they even notice it and then just keep going. This worm has to make his murderous intent so obvious that you First, you got to figure out which end's the eyes and which end's the ass. <laughs> and you got to stop in your tracks and he has to make you, make it so obvious that he wants to fight you and make you so furious that you want to fight it before a fight can actually begin. So, I mean, maybe this worm has slept with your wife or... <laughs> no, you're just sitting there, you're, you just... You're sitting there having a, you know, a beverage outside or something and you just hear like, Oi, fuck you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> like, how does, is he a British earthworm? And that's when you know. Yeah. And then you just, you try to stomp on it, but he catches your foot and swings you around and kills you. Exactly. So, yeah, earthworm's number one. I'm going to guess that cats, feline, like house cats are not on the list. Although, as you well know, they are very dangerous. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Cats are not on the list. You have two accomplishments in your life. Mm -hmm. One of them is eating a trash can hot dog in the Atlanta airport and the other one is getting bit by a kitty cat and your arm almost had to be amputated. The first one that you said is not true. The second one is true. I got bit by a cat and it got infected and it was very serious. Thank you. Me and the cat have since made up. Shout out to Athena, the kitty, listener of the show. And you're missing a third accomplishment, which is carrying a disgustingly bad sidekick coast to a entertaining podcast. That's my greatest accomplishment. I'm going to guess that dogs are not on the list, even though they can infect you with their bite. Dogs are on the list. Oh, shit. Well, then let me hear about dogs on the list. Uh, Okay. Well, I guess we'll just dive into the list then. I guess you're driving the show now. Okay. 
So, dogs are on the list. They are number... Nine. Five. Why? What do you mean, why? They bite people. But... Let me tell you about dogs. Okay. Explain to the folks at home dogs. Dogs got two legs in the front, two in the back. They got a, a tail sometimes, most of the time. They're cute little dogs and they kill about 25 to 35,000 people per year on average. Holy shit. Where? Are they wild dogs? Most of these deaths are actually due to rabies. Yeah. They may be our most loyal companions, but that companionship means more humans are exposed to dangerous dogs compared to other animals. Companionship doesn't mean shit when you got rabies. Most of these deaths occur in Africa, Asia, and Latin America. There are a lot of stray dogs that have not been vaccinated. Yeah. I figured this had to be like why? If you said 25 to 30 individual people in the US die from dogs each year, I would have believed it. But as soon as you said 25,000 dogs, I imagined a herd of wild dogs like just pouncing on some poor child somewhere. <laughs> oh, don't not, now I have some unpleasant imagery. You asshole. The world is a really unpleasant place when it comes to wild dogs. Have you ever been bitten, to, bitten by a dog? Yeah, of course. I worked at a veterinary office for like five or six years. Oh, so it's no big deal to you. Well, of course it's a big deal to get bit by a dog. I mean, a serious bite, of course. It's, I've never been bit by a dog that I had to like go to the hospital. No. Where is the most painful or sensitive place on your body where you've been bitten by a dog? Where I personally have been bit by a dog? Yeah. I got bit on that little skin between your thumb and, and index finger. Okay. Which hurt like a son of a bitch. I was hoping you'd say your balls. Usually when, when dogs have my balls, there's no biting involved. <laughs> Am I right? Oh, Lord. So, that's a dog. And for more on dogs, you can either look at the dog in your house or you can listen to episode 12 of our podcast where we talked about the most popular breed of dogs. When you first said that, when you said for more on dogs, uh, I thought you were going to rec... Thought you were going to recommend a long-haired black and tan dachshund because <laughs> that's uh, that's what Chewy is. Yeah, Brandon's dog Chewy. Hashtag Chewy the dog. Man, Chewy is a moron. Think of the horror stories Chewy can share with his other dogs. Think about, about how many hot dogs his owner has shoveled into his mouth in his presence. Do you come home from the airport with just bags and bags, suitcases of airport hot dogs? <laughs> Leaving the airport with food. <laughs> Nah, Chewy doesn't remember anything before like, I don't know, 15 minutes ago. Well, he's cute, so we'll give him a pass. Okay. Dogs number five. Dogs are killing mostly by rabies. Yeah. I mean, they're still biting people. Okay. Or at least their saliva is being transferred to a person. I guess someone could be making out with a dog and get rabies, right? Well, they shouldn't. Do you get rabies just if you like were to put a rabid dog's saliva into your mouth, would you get rabies? Uh, I think it's probably blood. Like, if they bite you, maybe they got to get their spit in your blood. Well, there's nothing I like talking more about than spit and blood. Are lions in the top 10? No. Are they in the top 20 whatever you got? They are number 21. I knew it. Uh, yeah. So, lions kill an average of 70 to 100 people worldwide each year, some of whom they eat. Yes. In fact, in 1898... Up to 135 railroad workers in Kenya were killed by <laughs> one pair of lions. That's the movie, uh, The Ghost in the Darkness. Is it? Yeah. I haven't seen that. If you've never seen the movie, The Ghost in the Darkness with uh, Michael Douglas and Val Kilmer. The Ghost in the Darkness is surprisingly really cool movie and it's about these two bloodthirsty man-eating lions 
Uh, and I just noticed last night that it is available on Amazon Prime. I almost watched it. I ended up with something else, but you ended up with uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space for the hundredth time. Yeah, if you're if you're listening to this, I highly recommend The Ghost in the Darkness. Well, it sounds great, and I have some science behind why these lions were particularly interested in eating men. These two from that movie. Yeah. With, or the two... <laughs> the two from history, right. <laughs> the two from history that the movie was based on. Two lions killed up to 135 people, which is insane. <laughs> After being killed, scientists found these lions uh, and they looked at their jaws and teeth and determined that their teeth were damaged, which likely kept them from hunting their normal prey. So, they turned to eating men. Oh. That's all the information I have and that comes from the science101.com article. So, I don't understand why... Damaged teeth would make humans easier to hunt than normal prey, but that's what it says. I don't either, but I mean, this is also 120 years ago. Who knows what kind of, you know, quote unquote scientist was studying them back then or making a, an analysis of it. It's a really cool story. Well, uh, just as these lions had damaged teeth, you have a damaged butt. Mm. From all the self-spanking you do. Hippopotamus. The hippopotamus... I believe is more deadly than the lion. Give me a guess for the number. Is it number seven? Twelve. Oh. The hippopotamus kills about 500 deaths per year. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I know that when you talk about like a population in the US of, you know, 350 million people, they will say 500. It doesn't sound like a lot. Like 500 is like an entire school of children. <laughs> It's a lot of people. 500 will sound even like a bigger number when you hear about the animals that the hippopotamus beat on this list. Animals that most people think are really deadly are less so than the hippo. So, the hippo is a big round pinkish gray animal. Just think about Brandon. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty decent depiction of a hippo. They get up to 6,000 pounds. They're actually very, very territorial. And so, when humans get near them, they become territorial. Their name translates to river horses uh, in Greek. Uh, the attacks are sometimes because humans appear to pose a threat to hippo calves. And by calves, I don't mean the back of their leg. I mean their babies. Wouldn't it be interesting if hippos were just very protective of their calves, like their leg calves? <laughs> like people who don't want you to touch their feet. Hey, watch it! This makes the hippo moms get very angry if you get near their, their babies. So, they've trampled people, pulled them into lakes, tipped over boats, and even bitten heads off. Did you hear that? Hippo mommies will bite your fucking head off if you get near its baby. Wait, Brandon, they go for the head? They can. Oh. I mean, I gotta say, I know people say this all the time, but if you really could choose a way to die, getting your head bitten off by a hippo, I mean, people are gonna remember that. I would assume that there's like some crushing feeling that goes along with it that would be really upsetting in your last moments. I think it's quick because I think I don't have it on hand, but I know that hippo, like the force of their jaws are like some of the most powerful on earth. And they didn't even crack the top 10. Don't even get near a hippo's calf as in its leg because it might bite your goddamn fucking head off. Hippos, uh, they've lost a lot of habitat in recent years because humans are assholes. So, they've been forced to live closer to humans than before. So, their, their uh, murder rates are rising. Uh, but don't feel too bad because humans have killed plenty of hippos and George Washington, listener of the show, even had a set of false teeth made out of hippo teeth. 
The myth is that George Washington's teeth were made out of wood, but it's actually hippo teeth. <laughs> you know, I think when you hear that, you immediately think that they are the size, like they just took a hippo's teeth and stuck them in a frame and jammed them in his mouth. <laughs> right. They're carved, so they're made out of... I've seen these teeth. I think I might have mentioned this in a previous podcast that... Yeah. You know how like false teeth, like the kind that you wind up, uh, like the Joker uses, the little guys that like go on the ground, how they have like a spring hinge... That's what George Washington's teeth had on both sides. There was a spring to hinge them open when he opened his mouth so that they would like stick to his gums. He had a fucking metal spring, like a rusty metal spring, two of them in the back of his mouth. What's so bad about that? Don't you have two metal rusty springs in your mouth at all times? You don't? I'm pretty sure I read somewhere it may have been as part of that exhibit that he like would carry a handkerchief when he was wearing those teeth. Oh, because he'd slobber a lot, right? To Yeah, to dab at the rusty drool. Imagine a hank- uh, a, what is it? A handkerchief? Yeah, uh-huh. a hanky. In the 1700s. Imagine how grimy that thing was. Everything and everybody was grimy up until about like 1952. Mm-hmm. I need to guess another animal that's actually in the top 10. Yeah, so far you only have dogs at number five. How about venomous snake? The snake is number three. I guess it doesn't have to be venomous if it's a constrictor, right? I think death by constriction with snakes is very rare uh, for, for humans. How are, so, people are dying by poisonous snake bite? And by the way, if it wasn't clear, <laughs> we should talk about that this death rate is referring to human deaths, right? <laughs> oh, not the other animals that they kill? <laughs> right. Yeah. The quote from science101.com says that, Many people estimate snakes kill about 50,000 people per year, but it might be as high as 200,000. Wait, is that a a Donald Trump quote? Many people estimate? (laughs) Who are those people (laughs) and how are they estimating? They're listeners of the Tennis Podcast. Yeah. You know, a lot of a lot of people, a lot of people are saying snakes have legs. They just hide them all the time. Remember that quote, that tweet from like a week or two ago, where he was like, he was pretending to quote like a. He was pretending to uh, quote, yeah, some sort of some government or, or high level official. It had the word chief in it, and chief was misspelled. Right, right. But who, even if it's the greatest president in the history of the world, and everyone thinks so. Even if this president had a 100% approval rating, uh-huh. you still don't go and tweet in your own words a compliment about yourself, <laughs> even if it's true. Uh. It's just, ugh. we had a Twitter follower, what's her, I can't remember her handle, but her name's Amanda. Mm-hmm. She asked, she requested that we do a list on top 10 reasons Trump is d- ruining America. <laughs> I think we could probably scatter those reasons throughout. Every podcast. Those will be little Easter eggs from now on. Yeah. Yeah. And a little behind the scenes note here that we are actually very much Trump supporters. This is all just an act to appeal to our liberal uh, listeners. Yeah. So, you'll hate listen. Yeah. So, snakes kill at least 50,000 people per year. Might be much higher because of underreporting. Uh-huh. And the reason that number is because 50,000 reported deaths per year. Oh, right. People think it might be higher. So, Taipan, Tapin. Tapan snakes are probably the worst. The inland Tapan, Tapan, Taipan could kill more than 100 people with a single bite because of how much venom is in its bite. That, why? I mean, why do you need that much? It's like when they say there's a spider, the one bite of its venom can take down a buffalo. I'm like, well, why is the spider fighting a buffalo? God works in mysterious ways, Brandon. Oh, it's, it's the devil, remember? 
Yeah, it was a demon that did it. Yeah. Snakes are a much bigger problem in India. Uh, They're also a menace in Africa, Latin America. Well, of course, that's in India is where those guys are constantly teasing them with like... (laughs) Now, how do you train a snake to do that? Like, you got to capture a snake and then incentivize it. You don't don't train them. If you blow a little flute at a snake, it'll just do that. But what is that? They love music. Like I said, God works in mysterious ways, Brandon. Snakes, uh, so they're a problem in India. They're also a problem in Africa, Latin America, Pakistan, Afghanistan, East Asia, and Nebraska. I would say. One of those is not right. Snakes is a problem wherever they are. You know, I said 50,000 deaths per year, but there's only like a handful in the United States. They're over like in Africa. Yes. And India and Pakistan, Afghanistan, East Asia. And Australia maybe? Australia is not mentioned, but I'm sure it's a bigger problem there than America. They are right on the edge of like monsters. All the animals are in Australia are monster versions of animals. They're the Godzillas of animals. Like even their version of the rabbit is like six feet tall and could claw your face off. What if we lived in a world where every animal and insect, every living thing besides a human was Godzilla sized. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> no, is that we're going to run with this. And then the human was the size of a normal human today. So, we would, relativity would tell you that we are the size of ants. Imagine a Godzilla sized fucking tadpole. Chewy. Or Chewy, a dog. And then the humans are running around like ants, but we, I mean, our cities would just get destroyed every day. Well, now we know how they feel. Should we transition this into a discussion about peanut butter replacing water? I should guess another animal before any of that happens. We'll, we'll come back to that. We'll talk later about peanut butter replacing water in all facets of life. It's a very fascinating scenario that our listeners crave to be touched on more. But before we move to another animal, the snake, the most venomous snake is the inland taipan that I mentioned earlier, can kill 100 people with one bite. These snakes live in Australian deserts where humans are unlikely to come across them. But when it does feel threatened... It does bite several times in a row. Now, God damn. it has neurotoxins which cause victims to have slurred speech. And again, I'm assuming that's human victims. I don't think many, you know, meerkat victims are going to have slurred speech. The, but they live in Australia. So, it'd be like, like if it bit a kangaroo and the kangaroo was like, holy fuck, I can talk. <laughs> That'd be amazing. But it would be slurred. So, it'd feel bad. Right. Uh, you could also have seizures, inability to control your limbs. Now, does that mean your limbs go limp or does that mean your limbs are just like doing the jazz hands at all times and you can't control it? Like spaghetti arms? Yeah. No, I think it, <laughs> I think you probably uh, like kind of seize up. Yeah, if you're a bitch maybe. <sighs> oh, and the bites also leads to internal bleeding from hemotoxins but- Oh my God. You mentioned the India snake, han- the snake dancing people? Snake charmers. Yeah, snake charmer. Thank you. Most of the time, people that get bit by this snake are from people that are handling the snake. Yeah. These snakes don't bite on their own. They're usually in someone's hands. Yeah, someone's messing with them. Don't do that. So, yeah, that's snakes. They're all deadly I'm, as far as I'm concerned. Okay, so is there any sort of winged animal on the top 10? Yes. Hmm. Plus dogs. Some dogs have wings. Winged could be an insect. Let's talk about the hiney flu and malaria and all that shit. What about a mosquito? Mosquito is number two. They kill about 725,000 people per year by transmitting diseases like malaria, dengue fever, yellow fever, and encephalitis. 
Yeah, like encephalitis, your head fills up with fluid and it's like you get like a high fever and can cook your brain. That doesn't sound fun. That disease and the others I listed kill about 725,000 people a year. Did you know there are 3,000 plus species of mosquitoes? Completely unnecessary. Right, yeah. God works in mysterious ways. Not a fucking one of you is necessary. And I've thought about visiting Alaska at some point to see some of the national parks up there. But the stories I've heard about what the mosquitoes are like in the spring and summer there, that they are just clouds, just a thick fog of mosquito, like makes me think I'm, it's probably just not worth it. Do they travel in packs? I don't know anything about bugs. I don't know if they kiss <laughs> each other. I don't know if they go to sleep. Well, you mentioned kissing. That's going to come back later. And you also mentioned going to Alaska. You wanted to visit Alaska and you said it's for the national parks. Is the real reason that you just want an opportunity to be inside an airport to find a hot dog? <laughs> if you can fly to Alaska, then you have a chance to be in an airport again. Unless you meant that you were just going to fly to Alaska like with your arms. There's a Nathan's in uh, the airport in Juneau that I can't miss out on. That's hashtag hot dog Brandon. It's not. Don't do it. You can get your hashtag hot dog Brandon shirts and your sidekick host t-shirt right now at tennispod.com slash merch. <laughs> That was fucking smooth. Thank you. Mosquitoes, uh, they're, they're mostly killing people in sub-Saharan Africa, Asia, and Latin America. But on top of the hundreds of thousands that die, millions more are suffering through those diseases I mentioned. And I found this interesting. This comes from that science101.com article. Some scientists are thinking about using gene editing to just get rid of all mosquitoes by introducing a mutation that makes females sterile. Do it. Isn't that interesting? I've never heard, I can't recall ever hearing of scientists getting together. Planned extinction? Yeah, willfully getting rid of an animal. But maybe that sets a dangerous precedent. I mean, obviously, I think if this idea is taken seriously, they have to, you know, do a study on the ecological effects. A lot of bugs eat mosquitoes. If they did a study and they said, they said, if we kill every mosquito in the world within five years, the ecosystems dependent upon mosquitoes will bounce back. I would fall at my knees at my representative, <laughs> begging them to vote for them. Don't you know that representatives just do the opposite of what you want? They just do whatever uh, the big mosquito lobby wants. That's right. Okay. Well, now that mosquitoes are number two. Well, one more note that malaria is the main cause of death here. Yeah. And while the number of malaria victims have been halved in the last 15 years. Well, that's awesome. Through mos mosquito nets, insecticides, other things. I think Bill Gates is part of that, isn't he? Doesn't he work on getting rid of malaria? Yeah. So, while the number of total victims, including those that don't die, have been halved, yeah. the number that do die from malaria has risen because funding for preventative measures has dried up and the disease has developed drug resistance. Oh, good. Not to mention mosquitoes are spreading further. Optimistic news on the mosquito front. Brought to you by the Tennis Podcast. Optimistic for the mosquitoes. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you are a mosquito listener right now, then you are clapping your hands. And also, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Unsubscribe from our show. So, I am kind of confused about not what number one could be because I thought mosquitoes would be the biggest killer. So, I'm going to keep guessing animals, but just know that I am befuddled about what could be t uh, at the top right now. Also befuddled as a general state of being for you, right? Sharks. Sharks are one of the most scary animals on earth. 
People have a great fear of sharks, but it actually only kills six to ten people per year on average. It's number 27. So, almost didn't make the list. Hippopotamus bites off more human heads than sharks kill in a year. Ooh, horse. Horse is number 22. Now, I'm starting to think about, you know, this is animals being deadly to humans. So, what kind of animals are we manhandling too often? Yeah. What, what's like a horse then? Mm. Yes, a cow. If my two-year-old was here, he, he, I would have just started him on a mooing uh, marathon. <laughs> moo, moo! Cow is number 23. Oh. They kill 20 Americans each year. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest of the world doesn't bother reporting it. Well, there's some parts of the world that uh, won't even kill cows. Yeah, a, a cow could go and just start killing people and they it would get away with it. Most of the cow deaths are just cows falling on people. How do they fall on them? It doesn't mean like they just tip over. It could be like trying to get them out of a truck. Oh, like during the act of a tipping? Or just a strong man that is trying to lift a cow over his head perhaps. To prove something. What do you think it'd be like if you know how there's dog fighting and cock fighting which we at the Tennis Podcast hate and don't agree with those but- I just found out they meant roosters. Mm. Mm-hmm. Imagine if there was cow fighting. How boring of a fight would that be? Well, they have bull fighting. Yeah, but we're not talking bulls. We're talking cows. Do you know the difference between a bull and a cow or are you- well, They're the same thing. They're not the same thing. Except the bull is a male that has horns. And a different fucking word than the word cow. Right, but they are both types of cow. They're both bovine. Okay. Then let me be super clear for Brandon. Like you're talking dairy cows? I'm talking dairy cows in a fight. Um, I mean, it'd be really hard to make them fight. I don't know how, I don't know how easy or difficult it is to piss uh, like a dairy cow off. I'd assume you could still do it pretty easily. Like you just yank on their teat. Uh, speaking of yanking on teats. Uh-oh. Uh, why don't you yank on the teat of my list and see if any correct answer milk spills out all over your face. Uh... That was good. Uh, yeah, I know. Completely derailed now. You got sharks 27, cows 23, horse 22, lion 21, hippo 12, dog 5, and snakes 3, and mosquito 2. Rat. No rats, which surprised me. Are there any monkeys? No monkeys. Monkeys would never harm a human. I've seen a monkey shoot a gun. <laughs> or there was that ape that tore off a woman's face or bit off a woman's face. He right? tore off her face and fingers. Oh my God. Tore off her fingers? I know. That's when you like- That, that seems worse than the face. It seems, that seems like an incredible amount of strength. Did she die? No. Oh my God. She took herself to Oprah a few years later. I remember watching that episode. She, um, I mean, she would admit it too. She is difficult to look upon because she does not have much face left. I gotta, I gotta look it up. That monkey was also on drugs too. Was it? He was like on opiates. Oh my God, I see her face. Well, she's had some surgeries that make her look... She's looking better now? Well, I mean, you can tell she's had something done, but... Oh, she looks She looks quite a bit better now. Yeah, yeah, she does. But uh, there's a picture of her, I guess, before. Yeah, and, and it's... It's rough. God bless, that's some rough shit. Yeah, her name is... Uh... Carla Nash and Carla is spelled C-H-A-R-L-A Nash if you want to see her. But anyway, yeah, monkeys, that ape 
was on drugs, so we won't hold it against him, maybe. I don't know the whole story there. But monkeys are our friends in general, right? Yeah. Remember Dunstan from Dunstan Checks In? He'd never hurt anybody, <laughs> except the bad guys. <laughs> Jason Alexander was in that movie. Right after the credits rolled, the, that chimp just tore that kid to pieces. Oh my God, tore him to pieces. Monkey is not on the, no kind of ape or monkey no. is on the list. No Dunstan. Let me think of sea things. You said there's no, a shark didn't make the top, is there anything from the sea in the top 10? Oh, alligator or crocodile? Alligator is number 29, kills three people a year. Crocodile is probably higher because crocodile is in Africa where all the other crazy animals are eating people. Crocodile is number 10. Yes! Sorry, everybody has been eating my crocodile. Yeah, so everyone who had money down on crocodile being in the top 10, you just barely won here. It's number 10. The report says it's hard to find exact numbers because of underreporting, but it's estimated that crocodiles kill at least 1,000 people per year. I only a few years ago <laughs> figured out that ah, ah, alligator was in ah, ah, America. Alliteration, the way to remember that alligators are oh, in okay. also in America natively and that crocodiles are in Africa, which doesn't start with crocodile. But if you know where one is, then you know that crocodiles the- <laughs> but, but Africa also starts with A, just like America. So, that seems very unhelpful. <laughs> it w whatever, it worked for me. I was able to remember it that way. Alligator, Alabama. Because I'm sure there's some... Okay, but they're also in Africa. Again, aren't crocodiles bigger and more badass? I think so, yeah. They have a round snout. I think they're just bigger and stouter. Yeah, they're big. Hell of an ass too. They are quite deadly because they can easily live near humans without being noticed and then snap someone up <laughs> <Yeah>. very quickly. <laughs> Most of these, and again, apologies to anyone whose family member has been killed by a crocodile. Yeah, sorry. But it's kind of cool. Yeah, you might want to stop listening. Uh, most of these, but don't. Anyway, just keep listening anyway. And also tell us to your friends that they should listen to us. Uh, tell us to your family members. Most of these attacks are in Africa. So, crocodiles have earned the title of the most deadly African large animal. Here's a very important note. Uh, so, everyone get out your note-taking pen and pad now. Okay. Some people, and this is from science101.com, quote, some people in Africa don't believe real crocodiles are doing these attacks. Instead, they believe that the crocodile what? corporates are made by witches or perhaps controlled by spirits, okay. end quote. God works yeah. in mysterious ways creating witches and spirits that control these crocodiles. Again, that was a Donald Trump fact. Some people think. Some, <laughs> I don't know. How many? Who are those people? What are their qualifications? Doesn't matter. There's some people. They're thinking something. What's the thing they're thinking? It's the thing that conveniently helps me. I should note that Sydney Baum Haynes, who wrote this article, did source all of her shit in the footer of her article. Is it all facts from Donald Trump? <laughs> DonaldTrump.com. A lot of people say crocodiles are the most dangerous animal in America. You know what I say? They live in Africa. So, you're welcome. Crocodile was interesting. Is elephant on the top 10? Yeah. Do you think it's in the, well, do you think it's in the top 10? Because it ain't. It's no. number 13. Lucky number 13, elephant. They kill uh, about 500 per year, which is right in line with the hippo, number 12. Mm -hmm. Elephant is the land hippo, right? Like the hippo, the, it, the most deaths are caused by a mother protecting her baby, not her leg calves like the hippo, but her baby. The attacks are actually growing each year, uh, becoming more common because their habitat is shrinking and they're forced to be around humans more often. Yeah. Some researchers think, another Donald Trump fact, 
Some, I don't know. There's like three of them. <laughs> Some researchers think elephants are killing people because they have a form of PTSD and remember humans killed their family. I don't know. I've seen some information that says, you know, elephants do have good memories and they're pretty smart, but like... I saw an elephant drinking its own piss with its trunk one time, so it can't be that smart. <laughs> I really yeah. did at the zoo. At our zoo? Yeah, and actually... Well, the one we own and run? Yeah, the, the one in my backyard. The Tulsa Zoo, I saw an elephant pissing in the middle of the pissing would take its trunk, scoop up urine and come, bring it up to its mouth over and over. <laughs> and then all the families were like, oh! <laughs> Uh, I have been to the Tulsa Zoo once when there was a, a young chimp getting busy with like an older female chimp. Now, can you be explicit on what you mean by getting busy? So, there's no confusion. He was making love to her. Now, when you say making love, can you be more specific? Whoopee? Got it. Proceed. And then there's a family that walked in and I guess they thought that the little, the smaller monkey was hugging. <laughs> They're like, look, they're cuddling. And then he turned around with his like little hard chimp wiener pointing at them and they like, ah, shrieked. <laughs> I love when families get <laughs> are surprised by natural animal uh, events at a zoo as if they don't expect that to happen at a zoo. These are nice, good animals. They don't have sexual relations with each other. He had this like, just this angry red little pea shooter pointing at him and they... <laughs> I was like, how could you not realize that that was, you don't hug with thrusts from your hips. <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourself. When me and my family members hug, we just push our <laughs> hips toward each other. Yikes. Okay. About elephants though, I mentioned some scientists believe that they kill people out of PTSD from <laughs> revenge killing basically for those people killing their family. The aggression is being passed between family members of elephants. So, people are turning to unconventional methods to keep wild elephants away. They've used chili powder and domestic elephants to deter large wild elephants from coming too close. <laughs> How are we going to keep all these elephants away? I don't know. Just get an elephant to stand right here and be like, we already got one. <laughs> we already got an elephant handy right here. <laughs> Can you imagine um, living somewhere where wild elephants is a thing? Uh, that just seems so foreign to me. Well, because it literally is foreign to me. I mean, the craziest animals I see around here are like raccoons and geese. And sidekick hosts. Give me another guess. I'm not doing too good on this top 10. No. Let me give you a hint. For the top 10, you have dogs, snakes, and crocodiles. And mosquito. And mosquito, right. For the most part, the remaining animals are all very small. Very small. Oh, the, f uh, the fly? Does a fly kill people? What kind of fly? Uh, oh, the tsetse fly. The tsetse fly, spelled T-S-E-T-S-E -S -E -S -E fly. Where is he? He's number seven. He or she, Brandon, Jesus. He or she lives in rural Africa where it spreads sleeping sickness. How nice. I think I got that. Yeah, this disease causes you to crash in your recliner by 7 p.m. every night, snoring loudly uh, with a newspaper opened over your lap. <laughs> I think I'm coming down with it. Okay, so there are less than 5,000 cases reported each year, but the death count is rather uncertain. Plus, it's likely that more people get the disease than we know. Sleeping sickness can be cured, but some people just don't have access to the cure because of because of where the fly lives. The good news, though, is that there are fewer and fewer cases each year. Uh, did I say 5,000 cases earlier? I meant 50,000. 50,000 cases reported each year. Sub-Saharan Africa, right? 
It's a rough place. According to this list. We have listeners in Africa. I'm not even kidding. No, I, I mean, I. hey, if you are in sub-Saharan Africa listening to this right now, congratulations, you are a fucking warrior. <laughs> we are, our, our podcast is worldwide, people. Okay, so let me, let me get back. So, we got the fly, that little tsetse fly. Let me think of other small ones. Titty fly. Small, dangerous. Are there more bugs on here? Bugs and bugs-ish. Bugs-ish. Is that a spider? Well, okay, let's talk about spiders. Spiders are number 25. On this list, the animal I fear most is the spider. (laughs) I'd rather fight a spider than a snake. But the reason I fear spiders more than snakes is because spiders are much more common to be in your fucking house, in your shoes. Mm -hmm. We've talked a lot about spiders on this show, including in the last episode. Yeah. My thoughts are very clear on spiders. Fuck them. Fuck all of them. Seven people in the US alone die from black widows and brown recluses alone. You know, you mentioned that every animal in Australia is Godzilla-sized. Yeah. A lot of people think that Australia is a scary place for spiders and they do have the world's largest spider, the bird-eating spider. Can you imagine that? A fucking spider eating birds, goddamn. <laughs> but in 2016, the first Australian in 37 years died from a spider bite. So, there was a 37-year stretch where no one in Australia died from a spider. I just assume that's because, I, like, I don't take that to mean that Australians were not getting bitten by spiders frequently. I just take that to mean the average Australian is pretty fucking tough. <laughs> right. Or they just have access to plenty of medicine. Oi, one of these little bitches just bit me again. Yeah. Well, the deadliest spider in the world is the Brazilian wandering spider. Wandering or wandering? Wandering, like he wanders around. That implies to me that this guy is walking around, biting people left and right just to be an asshole. <laughs> just looking for people to bite? Yeah, that's all he does. Looking for Brazilians to bite. When I th- say spider and I say snake, What's another animal that comes to mind kind of in that category? Spiders, snakes, lizard? No. Spider, snake, scorpion. Scorpion. Scorp- what number do you think scorpion is? A bug. A scorpion is kind of a bug. Scorpion number eight. Nine. Where are scorpions killing people? So, while there are around 2,000 different scorpion species because, I mean, we got to have that many. I don't know. The... the ecological impact of not having 2,000 scorpion species, I imagine, has to be huge. So, thank God for that. Yeah. God forbid we don't have a shitload of the scariest, creepiest little things in the world. Only about 25 species of scorpion, only, only 25, have venom that is potentially lethal to humans. Every year, these species kill over 3,200 people. However, most of these deaths are caused by just one species, the Brazilian yellow scorpion. It lives in South America and stings thousands of people per year. I want to look it up. Unfortunately, the anti-venom for the Brazilian yellow scorpion isn't totally effective and can sometimes cause lethal allergic reactions. Thank God. (laughs) Oh my God. So, imagine trying to be cured by this deadly scorpion and then dying from the medicine itself. Holy hell. These guys look... Is he big or small? Small compared to me, but he's big for something I don't want crawling around me. And he has muscles. His tail has one, two, three, four, five, six biceps in it and he is flexing all of them. Yeah, think of all the scorpion tail he's getting. You know, most animals have like one main weapon, teeth or a stinger. This guy's covered, he's covered with shit. This guy is a tank in the animal kingdom. He's got big ass claws. Pinching, stinging, biting. Does he bite too? 
I don't know. I can't see his mouth. His mouth and his asshole look the same. Yeah, he's got little pinchers around his mouth too. Well, when I was in middle school, I had a science teacher that had a pet scorpion in the classroom. I know this was mean of me to do, but I was in middle school, so give me a break. But me and others in the class would always try to get the scorpion to use his stinger. (laughs) Yeah. Because he'd feed him crickets and shit and he would never use the stinger. He'd just catch him with his claws. Sometimes he'd catch him out of midair. But he'd, he'd catch the crickets and eat them. He never had a reason to use his stinger. We would try to antagonize it to use its stinger. So, we'd, you know, put things in there like we'd touch it with a pencil or we'd drop like a toilet paper roll in there to try to spook him and sting it and he never fucking would. So, it kind of made me believe that the average scorpion is saving his stinger for only the most desperate situations. Oh, like maybe, okay. Because it didn't make sense to me. I thought I thought he'd be stinger happy, just stinging everything <laughs> left and right. But he... <laughs> Fuck this. Fuck that. <laughs> I stopped short. He, he, would, he never used it once the entire school year that I saw. That would be really disappointing. Scorpion is the ugly, angry little brother of the lobster. Uh, except we don't cook and eat them. Uh, I guarantee someone's eat, someone is putting a scorpion in their mouth right now. Yeah. I mentioned that most deaths come from the Brazilian yellow scorpion, but that's actually not the most venomous scorpion based on like venom potency. The death stalker scorpion lives in the Middle East hunting at night for worms and centipedes and research shows that less than one hundredth of one ounce of its venom could kill over two pounds worth of mice. I don't know how. It's such a specific statistic, but... Two pounds of mice from one one hundredth of one ounce of death stalker scorpion venom. Why? I mean, what is he fighting that he needs that much stuff? Why does he need to take down a buffalo? Can't answer it for you. I don't understand. We're going to give a quick shout out to the Hold My Popcorn podcast. If you're a fan of the Tennis podcast, you're going to love the Hold My Popcorn podcast. It's a show where they make fun of movies. They have self-labeled several village idiots that give their unqualified and often offensive opinions of all kinds of movies. That's the Hold My Popcorn podcast. I listened to a few of their episodes and was a big fan of it. So, I hope you check them out. It sounds like something I'd like. Yeah, you would. Especially because you can't shut the hell up about movies ever at all times. Yikes. Maybe you should be on their show instead. Yeah. Why don't I go through everything above the top 10 right now? Okay. We got 29 alligator, 28 wolves, 27 sharks, 26 bears, 25 spiders, 24 ants. Ants kill 30 people per year, most from the bulldog ant. (laughs) Oh, I've heard of that little guy. Bulldog ant. Bulldog ant, I'm looking at a picture. He is- I'm looking at him. That's an ant. He is a big boy too. He's- uh... Yeah, this ant's got a lot extra on him. Yeah, he's not your typical ant. This ant makes your everyday ant look like a fucking ant. Yeah. That's number 24. 23 is cows, 22 is horses, 21 lion, 20 tigers. Number 19, listen to this one. This is the box jellyfish. Each individual one of these box jellyfish have enough venom to kill 60 people per jellyfish. (sighs) Okay. In case they need to take down a fucking whale. All right. In the case they're trying to kill 60 people at once, they have 24 eyes and inject toxins into people's blood, making their fucking heart stop. Most people don't die from their heart stopping. Most people die from going into shock because the pain is so intense. Oh my God. Most of these live around Australia, but there are some near Florida and Hawaii. 
All we're doing is making the making my range smaller and smaller. Yep. Box jellyfish 19. 18 is bees, wasps, and hornets, which are all combined. Uh, they kill about 100 people worldwide each year, including 58 alone in the US. But most deaths are actually as a result of an re- allergic reaction. I was thinking they were the results were falling off a ladder because the bee, wasp, and or hornet comes at you and you start swatting at it, you fall off the ladder. 17 is the Cape Buffalo. Listen to his nickname. His or her nickname. Uh, known as the Black Death and the Widowmaker. Whoa. The Cape Buffalo is notoriously dangerous among hunters in Africa. When wounded, they'll run off and then sometimes circle back to attack the hunter. That's cool. They kill about 200 people a year. Don't If you are a hunter, just leave them alone, man. Just leave the Cape Buffalo alone. It's got Black Death in its name. Uh, 16, the deadliest cat on the list, the leopard. They kill hundreds per year and certain leopards kill more than 100 by themselves in a year. Like tigers, leopards are mostly killing people in India. India is a very bad luck country, I'm learning, in animal death. 15 is the deer. While not aggressive, they kill at least 240 people per year in car accidents. See, if a deer gets credit for killing someone with a car accident, Bees, wasps, and hornets should get credit for a lot of those ladder deaths. Uh, the kudu, have you heard of a kudu? K-U-D-U? Isn't that like a deer? Yeah. Well, it's like a deer and it lives in Africa and like the deer, its deaths are caused by car accidents. Right. 13 is elephants, 12 is hippo, 11 is the tapeworm. Uh, that, uh, I was going to get into parasites next. I thought he would be above 10. Tapeworms infect and kill about 700 people per year. Their murder weapon is the disease cysteocirrhosis, uh, which they spread through human excrement. Their danger combines with their alien-like grotesqueness <laughs> in quite the <laughs> unpleasant way. Their deaths occur worldwide, but mostly in rural areas of developing countries since it's linked with poor hygiene. Right. And then number 10, crocodile. Number 9 was scorpion. Yeah. 7, CC fly. Five dogs, three snake, two mosquito, and my next guess is pig. Pig? No. Well, I was thinking swine flu, and now I'm going to say bird for bird flu. No, neither. But there is something kind of like a pig on here. Oh, is it a boar? No. Number eight is the Asaris roundworm, which is not like a pig. What? <laughs> the, I'll tell you why I brought up pig. So, this gross little worm is responsible for about 4,500 deaths per year. They cause the disease asariasis. I can't say it. But SARS? I don't know. A-S-C-A-R-I-A-S-I-S. Okay. It's mostly in developing countries with warm and humid climates. Largely a product of bad hygiene. The worms live in the small intestine of unsuspecting people and spread their eggs through human excrement. If this excrement contaminates water or dirt or gets on food because it's used as fertilizer, it just spreads the worms further. People can also get these worms from pigs. So, there's your pig relation. Okay. Brown worm slash pig. So, now you just need number six, four, and one. The rest of them are tiny? Yes and no. Yeah, these are kind of, I've gone through all of the animals that I know I wouldn't want to tangle with. (laughs) Do you think I have a reasonable chance of guessing the the remaining three? One of them you do. Uh, You mentioned not wanting to tangle. Are there animals that you do want to tangle with besides monkeys? Just dogs. I just want to like, (laughs) just hang out with them. Yeah. So, a hint on number six. Mm -hmm. 
You, you questioned whether or not mosquitoes kiss each other. Yeah. This bug is known for kissing. In fact, I just gave you the name. It's a kissing bug. The kissing bug? I think I've heard of the name. I don't know anything about what that bug does. Kissing bug's number six. It's also known as the assassin bug, which is a much cooler name. The kissing bug causes about 12,000 human deaths per year by wearing a slick black outfit and hiding in your hallway before jumping out with an assassin blade. <laughs> He's like Black Widow from The Avengers. <laughs> it's a tiny Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, karate, yeah. Is that a quote? Yeah. This bug kills 12,000 humans per year. It spreads the Cagas, C-H-A-G-A-S, disease in Latin America through its excrement. Ew. Which it puts on... I like the way this is worded. It's excrement, which it puts on people's skin. <laughs> as, <laughs> as if it just sneaks in and like... It just sneaks, slaps it on there. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> Have some of that shit in your skin, idiot. <laughs> uh, but kissing bugs make it difficult to avoid their excrement because they regularly bite sleeping people right on the face. <laughs> Why? That's how they got their name. Because they get on your face and they bite you on the face. And I don't know why they... And then shit on your face. Yeah. Well, they rub their butt as they're traveling up your face to bite you. They drag their ass like a dog. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, biggest biggest asshole in the, in the bug kingdom might be the kissing bug. Okay. Number four, you won't get. So, I'm just going to tell you. Just tell me. What's number four? Blood flukes. I've never heard of that. Which are transmitted via freshwater snails. How do you spell that? Uh, blood and then F-L-U-K-E-S. Okay. It's a type of parasitic worm uh, that causes the disease schister, schistosomi... I'm bad at these. Schistosomi... Somi, I can't do it. Well, I'm going to look it up. <laughs> Cannot do it. Blood flukes. Schistosomasias. <laughs> oh, schist, schisto, schistosoma. There's an S-I-S on the end. Schistosomiasis or something. Schistosomiasis. We can't say that word. We don't know how to do that. That's the disease they transmit. These parasitic worms live and grow in freshwater snails and then move to humans when people come in contact with contaminated water. They actually get into humans through the skin instead of open parts like the mouth. That's scary. Holy fuck. So, in humans, they live in your liver, your blood veins, or your urinary tract. The worms lay eggs inside you, which are then spread through human excrement. A lot of excrement in the top 10. This disease is mostly in Africa, but also in other developing countries. There are treatments for it, but not everyone has access to the treatments. And then in researching this, since they spread through freshwater snails, I came across the most venomous snail, which is the marine cone snail. It has teeth. It uses its teeth to paralyze fish and then eat it. And one of these snails' teeth is sharp enough to go through a wetsuit. So, they can be problematic for divers. Holy shit. They can eat through. And the, the sting from their bite can be fatal if you don't get medical attention right away. Did you hear about this uh, guy that, his name is San Ballard. He died eight years after eating a slug. No. He was a rugby player from Sydney. Uh, so, he's from Australia. When he was 20, he was uh, drinking with some friends and there was a slug and some of his friends were like, hey, I dare to eat that slug. So, he ate it and then he contracted a rat lungworm, a parasitic worm that lives in rodents and can be passed onto snails and slugs. The gastropods can then transmit the worm to humans, uh, I guess, if you fucking eat them. 
The parasite infested in his brain and it put him into a coma for more than a year, left him paralyzed and ultimately killed him. He didn't even know it for like eight years? Uh, it says he started experiencing severe pain in his legs within days after eating the slug. His mother, he asked his mother whether it had been caused by eating the critter. And his mother said that no one gets sick from eating a slug. But his mother was wrong. That mom should have just transported to the future and listened to this episode of our show. She would have known. Think of how much grief she could have saved herself. Okay, you just need number one. Is it man? Like man is the most dangerous animal? Humans are the most dangerous animal. I mean, we're dick to every- we've- we- like everything on this list we kill a ton of every year. Including ourselves. Researchers have found that humans love to murder each other. In fact- <laughs> We love it! There's an average of about 437,000 human murders per year. If you add war deaths to this, the total goes up to around 135,000 deaths in 2017 were from war. Over a million people die from road traffic each year, which is, you know, attributed to humans. China and India have the most traffic-related deaths at over 200,000 each, and in the US, it's around 35,000 deaths per year. And this article sums it up best with this quote, we really are our own worst enemy. God damn, that's some heavy shit. Humans are humans' worst enemy. Well, almost everything bad that's ever been done to me was done to be my human. And, you know, if you were to include suicide in here, it'd be even higher because that's a human harming a human. Lemmings commit suicide. <laughs> Those poor damn lemmings. I used to, yeah. Uh, let's have a moment of silence for the lemmings. There was a lemmings game. Did you, is that what you're going to no, say? No, 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 no. We're having a moment of silence for the lemmings. Well, it was short because they're small. All right. Fair enough. Let's go through the top 10. Number 10 was crocodiles, nine scorpions, eight asaurus roundworms, seven cc fly. Six, the kissing bug. Five, Bingo the dog. Your dog sitting next to you while you listen to this. It's going to kill you this year. Blood flukes via freshwater snails. Don't eat them. Don't eat them. Snakes, mosquitoes, and then number one is humans. We did it! Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, barely because some of my next guests were going to be uh, wolf and bear and tiger and horse. <laughs> All those ones you named that weren't in the top ten. Yeah, they, well, they're in the top 25, but not, yeah, not the top 10. I never would have guessed uh, a blood fluke via snail. Uh, when I heard about kissing bug before, I thought it was probably something cute. Absolutely not. They like to, they like to slap your leg when you're not expecting it with a big pile of their own shit and then they like to bite your face while you're sleeping. So, stay away from Africa, India, Just Australia. Only, only go to the US and Canada. And humans. And just stay away from humans, yeah. Brandon, before we head out, let's read a few iTunes reviews. Let's do it. If you rate and review us on iTunes, we will read it on this show. And this one comes from C Brick JW, who said, Nick and his sidekick, Brandon, oh. have come up with a great concept that makes you laugh, think, and crave peanut butter. I would give it more stars if I could, but I can't, so five stars it is. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. I'm going to move now to another review. This one comes from the Nomcast who says, This pod is super fun! Exclamation point. Love the variety of lists and the knowledge of the hosts! Exclamation point. That's it. Do you think Nomcast is aware that you and I have no knowledge of anything? I was going to say, I, f I feel like a fraud. I'm an idiot. <laughs> you can run for President of the United States at least. And 
apparently, rule with an iron fist. That's a good idea. And speaking of good ideas, another good idea is you should follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at TennisPod. That's 10ISHPOD. You can also visit us at TennisPod.com and you can email us list ideas at TennisPod at gmail.com. Brandon, this has been fun. I'm glad I could educate you with my vast amount of knowledge and wisdom. I'm glad I could entertain you with the amount of stuff I don't know about animals. We'll be back next week with the Big 4-0, episode 40. In the meantime, stay away from blood flukes. And humans. And Africa and Australia. Just re-listen to this episode for a second time and stay away from everything we talked about. Yep. Bye. It's Nick again, just letting you know that we will be right back in moments with episode 67, the top 10 strongest animals on earth, right after this really quick break. It's the Tennis Podcast. Coming at you. Who are you? I am Brandon. I was asking the listeners. Did you say how are you or who are you? I said who are you? I want the listeners to shout out in their car or at the gym okay. or in bed their names so that they can feel like they're here with us. My na- Hi, listener. My name's Nick. He's Brandon. We are the host and sidekick host of the Tennis Podcast, the show where every week we cover a new top tennis list on any and every topic. One host knows what the list is. The other does not. Guessing fun hijinks ensue. Get ready for the ensuing right now. I think you're going to be excited about this week's list because you love animals. This week, we're, <laughs> we're going to talk about... You say it like it's a bad thing. Should I be ashamed no, of my you love don't. for animals? I love animals too. I, was, I had a lot of fun putting this together. Uh, we're talking about the strongest animals in the world. The strongest animals... In, now, do we mean emotionally strong? Mm-mm. We mean big, tough, strong muscles. We mean the real definition of strong muscles. What is this based on? This is based on the strength to weight ratio. So, a small animal that's very, very strong in comparison would be ranked higher on the list than an animal that is large but does not have as high of a strength to weight ratio. And what is the strength based on though? What they're able to carry or lift or it's... Okay, so it's something measurable. Yeah, it's something that uh, the average animal of this kind can lift or push or carry. And what's your source? Well, you know, I want to say... All right, buckle in everyone. Here we go. Well, the original list came from themysteriousworld.com. But Mm. I realized there was some math errors in their list. So, I had to supplement it with some additional lists and make the math work. Okay. So, the math works in this. I basically put two lists together to make sure that this was accurate. So, name the two sources again. The Mysterious World. Dot com. Uh-huh. And I think the other one was onekindplanet.org. Onekindplanet. I got news for you, onekindplanet.org. This planet will eat you alive. This planet, it's a dog-eat-dog world out there. I'm going to guess dog's not in the top 10. Nope. Okay, so it is based on what they carry. So, it wouldn't be like the pressure of their bite or something like that, right? Um, Just like muscles, like no, lifting. it's what they can carry or... Which could include carrying their mouth. Yeah. Or push and in one case, well, I don't want to give it away. I think if I tell you the action that this animal performs and that's... Are you talking about yourself with yourself? No, I'm talking about... You're disgusting. If I use the verb that this animal does, you will immediately know what animal it is. 
Okay. So, we might need to save that. Are we looking at a list of 10? We are looking at a list of exactly 10 animals. Well, ring the, ring the list of 10 exactly, Bell, everyone. We got a list of exactly 10. And anything beyond 10 is pure speculation. Is this list laced full of Brandon's bullets? I have laced it. <laughs> I have dipped this. I have uh -huh. dipped this top 10 list cigarette. I regret asking. Into a jar of Brandon's bullets acid. Wow. Get ready to go on a mind odyssey into animal strength. Jesus Christ. Oh, God. Open okay. your third eye, Nick, and start guessing some strong animals. Last question. Is this living animals? So, it wouldn't include yeah, there's animals no dinosaurs. that are extinct. Yeah, it's animals okay. you could find right now. Does it include imaginary animals? Like a dragon? No. <laughs> well, some might say the dragon's real, Brandon. All right. Well, I am pretty confident in number one, but I'm going to save it. Okay. Are there a lot of surprises on the top 10 or is it fairly straightforward what you'd expect? I think it's fairly straightforward. There are some uh, popular megafauna. What? On here. Megafauna. What, is what the hell is that? Megafauna, it's large animals. Megafauna? Have you never heard the term? Well, you've heard flora and fauna, correct? No. What the hell are you talking about? Are you? Are you making up a language on the spot here? No, you are. Uh, this is another one of those things where in the moment, you're so sure that I'm the crazy one. And then as soon as this episode hits, everyone's going to go on Twitter and go, were you like homeschooled by uh, a donkey or something? Wow, okay. Because so the, the headline I got out of that is Brandon's making fun of people who are homeschooled. I said homeschooled by a donkey. You heard it here first. No, well, I'll edit that. Uh-huh. So, listen. Flora and fauna refer to the flora are the plants of an ecosystem and fauna are the animals of an ecosystem. And on earth, oh, megafauna are large animals like whales, for example. A whale is not in the top 10 strongest animals, so I can yeah, say- Are whales even real? I mean, really. But by the way, what flora and fauna, are you sure you're not referring to your left hand, right hand? <laughs> See, these- <laughs> All right. Okay. You should title this episode just, I'm going to make a big ass of myself. <laughs> well, I got the power of the, of the editing key, my friend. Okay. The funny thing about it is you never listen to our episodes back, so you don't even know what I do and don't keep in the episodes. Nah, I don't know. I don't say. care. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, then a whale. Is a whale in the top 10? No, I just said a whale is not in the top 10. Oh. Well, <laughs> is a beaver in the top 10? Is that a real answer? Well, they carry logs and shit. Oh. Well, I guess they don't carry them. Do they? Um, no, I don't they know. think uh, they knock them down and they... I know they're good engineers, but no, they're not in the top 10. Bear. A bear. Now, where do you guess a bear falls? Four. No. He's number 10. Hmm. Remember, it's strength to weight and a grizzly bear Yeah, is, I know. A grizzly bear is a big fat animal. Well, I, now, fat and strong, big boned maybe. A grizzly bear can lift 0.8 times its body weight and an adult male can weigh between 400 and 790 pounds. So, at its largest, a grizzly bear could lift more than 700 pounds. Big whoop. Now, weights have been reported of grizzly bears up to 1,500 pounds. Some large coastal males, which is where the larger bears live, the larger grizzlies, may stand up to 10 feet tall 
on its hind legs. Are you fucking picturing this in your head? Because it's a monster. <sighs> its front claws can grow between two to four inches in length. And its bite, its bite can crush a bowling ball. Big whoop! Which I assume scientists sat there and fed a bear all kinds of different items until he found like the one, he crushed the bowling ball and they were like high-fiving, holy shit. All right, now stick the cannonball in his mouth. And he couldn't crush the cannonball. So then the scientist wrote, writes down, can bite and crush bowling ball. Yeah, how do they know it can crush a bowling ball? I just told you. Well, I know, but you're being an asshole. How do they really do it? Uh, I think they, the bear bites down on something that can measure force in pounds per square inch. And then they also know by using a machine how many pounds per square inch it takes to crush a bowling ball. And if the bear's bite is more, then they say a bear could crush a bowling ball. The 0.8 times its body weight you mentioned, mm -hmm. that is in reference to what it lifts with its hands. Yeah, like what it could pick up and say, get the fuck out of here. I love the, the idea of a bear picking up a big suitcase in each hand. Uh -huh. And then like waddling down the, Have <laughs> waddling you, through the... Did you see the movie The Revenant? Yes. I... See? Wait. I finally saw a movie that you asked about. That might be the first time that's happened. Go ahead. Well, here is where we find out that you think it was an Adam Sandler movie where, <laughs> where he learned uh, to use tackle and fuel. Uh-huh. In The Revenant, uh, I only saw the first half and I liked it. I can't remember what? why. I, didn't, I only got... I didn't get to finish it. Why? Because I just fucking said something that came up. I didn't get to finish it. Holy shit. You... But uh, the bear attack. You didn't get to finish it and all... It's been out for three years. Well... Did, when you try to sit down to watch it, is there like some sort of force field? Goodfellas has been out for almost 30 and you guys still haven't finished that shit. But I didn't start it either. Well, it makes you look like an even bigger doy doy. All right, fine. Tell me about The Revenant. That bear, yeah, very realistic looking mauling. Yeah. And while I was learning about the strength and behavior of the grizzly bear, I came across this article on Wikipedia that unfortunately this is not the type of list I think we could cover in this show. Is that a challenge? Although if you think it is, I'll be glad to sit on it. This list is called is the list of fatal bear attacks in North America and it is by date, the name, age, gender, date, whether it was a wild bear or a captive bear, the location, and then a short description of how the bear killed and often ate someone. And it is a long list. I've read about half of these accounts now, and there are some messed up ways that you could find yourself getting killed and eaten by a bear. One guy was riding on his mountain bike and went very quickly around a blind turn and bumped into a grizzly bear. Oh my God. And the grizzly bear turned around and mauled and ate him. And in most of these attacks, if the bear attacks a person and like kills him as an act of predation, like they're being a predator, the authorities always hunt him down and kill him. Like it's got a taste for blood, you know, a taste for man's blood. Yeah, right. And now they got to kill it. This bear, they did not hunt down and kill. They said that because he bumped into it, it was just an accident. He bumped into the bear and the bear was acting in self-defense from physical contact that the, it did not deserve to die. Self-defense does not include eating an entire person. How do they even know this happened? How do they know that it happened? Oh, he wasn't alone. Yeah. He was with someone else. Oh my God. In most of these stories, the person, like in some of them, the person is alone. Holy hell, some of these are rough. Like 
For instance, Lorna Weaver was 36 years old uh, when she was killed on May 7th, 2014 by a wild bear near Fort McMurray, Alberta, Canada. Lorna Weaver was a Suncor worker and she was attacked at the remote North Steep Bank oil sands mine site. She was walking back to work after a trip to the washroom. Efforts by co-workers to scare off the bear were unsuccessful. The Royal Canadian Mounted Police shot and killed the bear. Upon arrival, a preliminary investigation determined that the attack was predatory. This woman went to, you know, she's on a mining site, so I'm sure like she has to walk somewhere to like a restroom and she was walking and a bear came up and fucking ate her. <laughs> I know. I don't even know the answer. Does a bear, when it kills a person and eats it, is it like eating it in one sitting? Does it save part of the human for later? Because that's a know. big a meal. A lot of these stories end with they found remain the person's remained in the bear's stomach. Oh, God damn. A lot of these stories. Look, I don't think that this can really make a top 10 episode because it's just a lot of really awful stories, but it is really interesting. This is an exhaustive list going back to, let's see, I see some in the 1930s, 1870s, even 1780s is the earliest one. I think once this episode comes out, you should share the link on Twitter to the list of fatal bear attacks in North America. Yeah, I'll think about it. But you know, maybe that's a Patreon bonus episode right there is that list. I'll tell you, you know how you said that authorities will hunt down and shoot a bear if they think it's, yeah, it's a man predatory killer. toward humans? Mm -hmm. You better hope there's no hot dog police out there or you're fucking America's most wanted. You know, there's a, there's a kid's book called Dogman. He's a half dog, half man, all cop. <laughs> and at least one of the books, he is attacked by an army of little anthropomorphic hot dogs who are yelling at him and trying to kill him and stuff. So, yeah, that's probably what the hot dog police would look like. Well, thanks for taking us through that. So, that's the grizzly bear. Wouldn't want to run into him, huh? Or her. No. How many of those killings were due to the mother protecting its cubs? A lot of them. A lot of these have to do with... Because um, that's what happens in The Revenant, right? Right. Has uh, something to do with falling upon a mother bear and her cubs. A lot of them do. When the mother's protecting her cubs in that scenario, does it eat the person or just kill them and leave? Well, I know in one of these stories I read about, there were two people, one of them got away and the other one was killed by the mother and the, and it looked like the mother and the cub. Okay, so here, here's one. Tomas Puerta, a 54-year-old man, he died in October 2012 in Chichagov Island. Chichagov Island? It's in Alaska. Mm. After passersby spotted an unintended skiff, they investigated and encountered a grizzly bear sow a mother bear and her cubs, two cubs. Alaska State Troopers and Sitka Mountain Rescue personnel then found evidence of a campsite and fire on the beach. There was evidence of a struggle and upon following a trail of disturbed vegetation, they found Puerta's body cached and partially eaten. <sighs> well, let's be clear. We're not saying all grizzly bears are bad. Some of them are great. Some of them are listeners of the show. And no, we, I think I love grizzly bears. I don't get like if... You wouldn't love one if you bumped into it on your mountain bike. If like, I don't know, 10 or 12 people need to die every year or every few... It really comes down to like one or two people a year on this list. So, yeah, need to go buy bear in order for the rest of us to enjoy them. I'm okay with that. <laughs> to enjoy them. <laughs> okay. That's grizzly bear. Should I give another guess? Yeah. Horse. Horse is not on the list, but that is a good guess. Thank you. It is a good guess, isn't it? Yeah, it was. 
Think of all the fat people they got to carry. That's not on the top 10? Mm-mm. Lion. A lion is not on the t- in the top 10. You have mentioned two animals that are very close to other animals that are in the list. When you said horse and lion. Zebra? Think about something else that might pull. Cow? Uh, another name for a cow. A bigger a cow. Steer? An ox. Steer bull ox. Fuck We don't ox. refer to ox or oxen very much in North America, but ox is the word you're looking for. Ox is number seven on the list. An ox can carry one and a half times its own body weight. And that is where the phrase comes, strong as an ox. An ox, Nick, is a castrated adult male cow, like cattle. A bull is an adult male that's intact. A heifer (laughs) is a lady cow. And an ox is a male cow that's been castrated so he's easier to train and control, but he's still strong and they're used for plowing, for transport, uh, like pulling carts, wagons, or even riding. And I didn't know this, oxen wear working shoes just like horses. I don't have any funny or like super interesting facts about the ox. No, you don't. No, you don't. But that's it. The ox is number seven. A couple of things that stood out to me there. The word... (laughs) The word heifer is like maybe top 10 word for me uh-huh. on the just fun to hear and say scale. So, there's that. Uh, and then second, the word intact to describe and I know that's not your word, that's the word mm-hmm. you use to describe a male mammal that has balls are still hanging off him. Intact is just such a more polite way to say it, isn't it? Instead of like undestroyed. Undestroyed. <laughs> <laughs> Because everybody knows once you, have, once you have a vasectomy, you've been destroyed. Yeah. And undestroyed is not as pleasant and polite as intact. You can never be undestroyed. And then the fact that to train animals, including the bull and many others, dogs, you got to cut off the balls so the fucking thing will listen to you. Huh? Uh, Isn't I mean, that... Maybe there's, uh, maybe there's some boomer jokes to be made there. <laughs> yep. So, that's the ox. Yeah, not very uh, sexy, exciting animal, the ox. But a horse can pull all those wagons and shit and it's not in the top 10? No. Fuck you. Is there anything that flies in the top 10? Yes. A hawk. You're very close. You need to think. An eagle. An eagle. The mighty eagle is number five. mighty eagle. Wow. Yeah, the eagle is number five because the mighty eagle can carry four times its body weight during flight. Damn, look at the difference. Number seven, ox, one and a half times. Number five, eagle, four times. That's crazy. It starts to get crazy the stronger you get. So, an eagle carrying four times his body weight during flight is, I don't know, like I'm trying to think of what it could carry. How, like how much does the eagle weigh? I actually didn't get the weight of the eagle. What would you guess? Like 50 pounds maybe? No, that's too big. 25 pounds? 25, 30 pounds. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, let's see, about 15 pounds is what these say. Okay. So, about half of Mr. Muffy. So, an eagle could carry, so really? four times. 15 pounds? I've seen the bald eagles at the zoo and they look way bigger than 15 pounds. But people can just carry them on their arm. I guess because they're just all feather. They look huge, but I guess that's yeah. all feathers and shit. Anyway. Four times 15 is what? Uh, 60. 60? So, it could so that carry means- a first grader. Or two Mr. Muffies. Yeah. My dog. Your kid's in first grade, right? Yeah, you could carry him off. 
You better tell him to, to watch out. Watch out. I always tell Chewie to watch out when he goes to... We have hawks around here. I always tell him. Mm-hmm. Does the hawk, when it comes and swoops down its prey, mm-hmm. it carries the prey off alive, right? Yeah, usually. So, I mean, I, I know they scavenge too, but when they're hunting, mm-hmm. it'll, so the prey is alive until which point? I think they just sit down and start eating it. So, like if they pick up a mouse, uh-huh. I don't, they don't give a shit whether the mouse is alive or not. They're just going to sit down and start eating on it. But they carry it off to its nest or whatever. Yeah, I would say that they die from uh, blood loss or shock. Yeah. Like think about a rabbit. <laughs> a rabbit's uh, tolerance for shock is not, <laughs> not going to be very high. <laughs> they always look like they're, oh, oh, sh- oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Yeah. An eagle's visual acuity is three to three and a half times that of a human's. Now, here's something nuts I didn't know about eagle behavior. (laughs) Tell us. Many species of eagle lay two eggs, but the older, larger chick frequently kills its younger sibling once it has hatched. The dominant chick tends to be a female as they are bigger than the male. The parents take no action to stop the killing. It's part of growing up. Got to kill your little brother. (laughs) Or part of not growing up. (sighs) Right? Well, when they kill the younger sibling or the smaller sibling, I should say. Are they still in the egg usually? To me, it sounds like the moment you peek out of the egg, the other eagle's like, hell, I'm bigger than you. Yeah. And then they just peck you to death. Isn't it funny that all these animals that are so majestic or beautiful or cute. ass fucking holes, man. Yeah. Oh, uh, how did that mighty eagle grow to be so large and beautiful and majestic? Well, it started out by pecking its smaller, younger sibling to death. It's like its first act. Yeah, its first day out of the egg, it killed its little baby brother. It's a little sociopath. Well, that's all I got on eagles. Is there any big cat? Yes. Jaguar? No. Tiger? Tiger. Tiger is the strongest cat and it is the sixth strongest animal in the whole wide world because it can carry twice its body weight up a tree. Damn. A Siberian tiger can grow up to 675 pounds in males, nearly 400 pounds in females. Tigers are among the like, there's a certain word for like animals that are, what are they called? They're like the most like representative large animals. When you think of like going to a zoo, it's like, you know, you think of giraffe and elephant and gorilla and chimp. You think of like some kind of standard staple, big famous tiger and lion, right? Yeah. Tiger is one of those animals. Many of the animals on this list are those types of animals. I cannot remember the exact term. And now, a fact about the tiger. In Asia and the Russian Far East, tigers are known to fight black and brown bears. What, like for sport? Yes. They have been seen ambushing bears. They jump onto a bear from an overhead position grab it with their paws around the neck, and then they kill it with a bite to the spinal column. God damn. The reason that the tigers are killing bears is because they feed on the bear's fat deposits, such as the back, hams, and groin. The hams. And the groin. Where's the hams? They're eating bear dick. (laughs) Well, groin could mean woman too, right? Woman bear? Bear (laughs) stuff. They're eating it all. And those are, I guess those are the taste. You got to think like when animals are eating each other, I bet the genitals are like, it's like the, you know, like the cherry on the sundae. 
No, it's not like that. Tigers don't hunt in packs, do they? They're solitary and the males have, a, have like one of the longest and largest ranges of any animal in the world. They just basically go off in the jungle by themselves forever. And when they mate, they just come across another tiger and then it just happens and then they part ways, I right? Bet when, yeah, I bet when a tiger meets another tiger in the jungle, one of the tigers says, I'm going to mate with you and the other one goes, <laughs> you know what? Yes, you are. Let's just get it over with. <laughs> Let's just do it. And also, my last bullet was just uh, the name Roy Horn. You remember that guy? No. Some Siegfried and Roy. Okay, yes. The story was that he, like the tiger grabbed him and dragged him off the stage. But I was reading about it and he says that he had a stroke and that he had a stroke and fell down and then... Because the tiger didn't get the cue from Roy that he thought he was going to get, he picked him up by the neck and carried him backstage, which also opened up a giant wound in his neck that, for which he bled from. The doctors do say that he had a stroke. Stroke of genius. They do not know whether the stroke occurred before or after the tiger bit his fucking neck. So, that would be him just trying to like cover his ass for nothing. Yeah, uh, manticore was the name of the uh, tiger. I still think he's trying, I still think he's covering for manticore. Yeah, is manticore still around? When did this happen? Uh, let me see. I'm going to tell you. Thank you. Uh, well, they started in 1990, Siegfried and Roy. They're the German-American duo of magicians and entertainers. And they had a lot of white lions and white tigers. They started in 1990 and then Roy's career-ending tiger injury was on October 3rd, 2003. So, that tiger's probably gone by now. Manticore died on March 19th, 2014 after a brief illness. You know, tigers are scary enough on their own. You don't need to also give it like the most Terminator badass name there is. Manticore. Manticore. Of all the animals on here, including the grizzly bear, the tiger is the one I'd least want to fuck with so far. Of all the animals on here, well, I'll tell you which, I'll tell you at the end which animal I'm most scared of on here. <laughs> The tiger is such a cutie as a, as a little baby though and you can pet him sometimes at certain zoos and... Um... There, when I see the tigers at the zoo, their fur looks so like their coat, the pattern on it and the color, it looks so cool it almost looks fake. Like if you were going to invent a new animal, you would invent something badass like a tiger. Yeah. All right. Keep guessing. Is there something in the water? Yes. Shark. Shark. It is not a shark. Okay, so this is the one that if I tell you its strength, you're going to know what it is. So, here's some Octopus. clues. No. It lives and moves in the water and out of the water. Mel Gibson. Its strength is its squeezing power. Octopus. Squid. No. O <laughs> Freshwater. Um, squeezing. Snake? Squeezing. Oh, the anaconda. The anaconda. The anaconda is the ninth strongest animal in the world. It's actually kind of low when you think about it. It can That's his whole point. That's his whole selling point is the squeeze. Well, he can squeeze his own body weight to death and they're very long and very heavy. That's true. The females are six, about 16 feet long. Males are about 10 feet long. But anacondas are possibly commonly larger. It is very difficult to measure them in the wild because their habitat is so difficult to access. Why? Where is their habitat? In the middle of the Amazon rainforest. Okay, but it's in the forest. It's not in the water. 
Is it well, when it's difficult the, to access? But the water is in the forest. No, I know, but I'm saying like it's difficult. People go to the rainforest though. It's not like people don't go there. And you yeah, can find but, the habitats of all kinds of animals. So, I'm just wondering. If have, you ever, if an, have you ever seen any of those survival shows where people go into the rainforest? If an ant bites you, it could make you fucking hurt forever. Spoiler alert. And they're all over the place. Now, okay. anacondas swim as well as squeeze and crush their prey. They can reach high speeds when swimming. Now, I would have thought an anaconda was slow. It didn't even say how fast. Just the fact that it said high speed. Just anything where someone could look over and say, that snake's moving fast. Yeah, fuck that. Terrifies me. You didn't really seem to buy how much time they spend in water. But now I'm going to tell you something that is going to rattle you to your core. Okay. About what an Maybe anaconda rattle. might be doing in the, in the water. It has to do with mating. <sighs> when mating, many males can often find the same female. Although more than one male may not be necessary, this results in odd clusters referred to as breeding balls in which up <laughs> Jesus Christ in which up to 12 males wrap around the same female and attempt to copulate. How many make it in? Just one, she'll only let one. The group could stay in this position for 2 to 4 weeks. Oh my god, you are kidding me. They'll this, stay underwater just flopping around in the water. This ball acts as a slow motion wrestling match between the males, each one fighting for the opportunity to mate with the female. But they're all wrapped around the female. How gross is that? I have so many questions. Okay, a dozen so the males snakes wrapped up in a ball of snake sex for four <laughs> for a month. <laughs> so they're not eating. They're not doing anything besides fighting and fucking during this time, right? I mean, that's what it's all animals are doing. If they're not eating, they're fighting or fucking. The breeding ball. The animal kingdom is such a scary place, Brandon. You know, imagine you get to the rainforest and you're on an expedition and you're scared you're, you know, you're scared of anacondas. You know, you've heard right? they're out there they're out there, you're wary of them. There's a lot of things to be scary of in the jungle, but you're extra scary, worried about anacondas. You look over and there are a baker's dozen of them humped up in a ball, in a sex ball the size of a Volkswagen, a writhing, slithering, massive snake sex. Yeah, it reminds me of a weekend in Little Rock one time I had. But I have to say, so when, when this is all done, when the, when the breeding ball is done, you know their dicks touch. <laughs> but there's a girl there, so it's okay. When the breeding keep, balls... There's just a lot of murmuring. No homo. No homo. No homo. <laughs> no homo. Okay, now so you're saying the breeding ball. When it's done, do they all just go their separate ways and try not to make eye contact because they're all ashamed? They're all doing the slither of shame. Okay, but they're not killing each other when it's done, right? I don't think so. I think they just go their separate ways. Go find something else to squeeze for a month. And the female doesn't want this. She would rather just be on her way, but they won't let her go, right? I mean, I think she wants to mate at least once or, you know, she wants to like... But it know. doesn't have to be this big thing, guys. Let's just yeah. like... Good. She's got give me some room. Next month, I'll do this one. The next month, I'll do you, Phil. Next month, I'll do you, Carl. We don't have to just make this big thing of it. You don't have to make a big breeding ball of it. Yeah. All right. So, well, I can understand though because of all these animals... Anaconda does have one hell of an ass. Got to guess some animals. Is the buffalo or bison in the top 10? No. Is there anything that lives on a farm? No. 
Any more water animals? No. I'll give you... No hippo? No. Elephant? Yes. The elephant is number eight on the list of strongest animals. God, I'm missing the top. Okay. Elephant. But tell me about the elephant. Technically, the one we're talking about is the African bush elephant. I'll show you an African bush. The African bush elephant can lift up to a weight of nine tons. And the elephant itself can weigh up to seven tons. So, it can lift 1.4 times its body weight. Not with its trunk. It's with its body. On top of its back? Yeah. Or push it. Adult bull male elephants live alone or in small bachelor groups. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. It says that. (laughs) Yeah. I like that idea that they're like, there's a lot of high-fiving going on with their trunks. (laughs) They're ordering a lot of pizza, playing a lot of Call of Duty. On Saturday nights, they kind of get all spiffy up, put on a little bit too much cologne and go out together like, you know, looking for lady elephants. They all come back alone. Yeah. I didn't know. I knew that their trunk was a part of their nose, but it's also part of their upper lip. It's an elongation of their upper lip and their nose. Okay. Who gives a shit? Well, I didn't know that and I liked it. Now, their trunk is used for smelling, touching, feeding, drinking, dusting, producing sounds, loading, defending, and attacking. Oral elephant sex? It says dusting. I'll never forget the time I was at the zoo as a kid and I looked over and I saw the elephant, this majestic beast, and it was pissing in real time while pissing, grabbing handfuls with its trunk, taking it up to its mouth, getting a big old gulp, and then coming back for more. God damn. (laughs) How cute your precious elephant now, people? Speaking of cute elephants... When I was on the wiki page for the African bush elephant and I scroll... You were on the page for African bush? I was scrolling down looking at elephant facts for my bullets. One of the wiki images on the page was a pair of elephants mating in the Berlin Zoo. Mm. And I'm positive that someone just put it on there because they wanted to show an elephant boner. <laughs> oh, you could see the boner? Yeah. Oh, no. Is it like a horse? Yeah, it's definitely one of the strongest animals. Jesus. Yeah, it's like we were saying with, I forget where today, but like all these animals that are cute and majestic are fucking wild, disgusting, (laughs) Disgusting murderous beasts. Creatures, yeah. We have four animals left on the list. Do you want me to tell you my number one? Sure. Is it some sort of ant? There is an ant on the list, but the ant is not number one. The ant, the leaf cutter ant is the third strongest animal on this list. The leafcutter ant, I think most people are familiar with that image of like this little sort of orangish brown ant carrying a big ass leaf in its <laughs> yeah. mandibles. That's this guy. That's the leafcutter ant. They are two centimeters long, which is a little like smaller than an inch, but they can carry an object 20 times heavier than their body weight. Good God. They have powerful jaws that vibrate and cut leaves, flowers, grasses, and can even cut human skin. Like a chainsaw? It is like Vibrates? a fucking chainsaw. They have a chainsaw mouth. Now, next to humans, I did not know this, and I love this about a leafcutter ant. Next to humans, leafcutter ants form the largest and most complex animal societies on earth. In a few years, the central mound of one of their underground nests can grow to more than 30 meters or 98 feet across and smaller radiating mounds extending out to 80 meters or 260 feet, taking up a total of up to 600 square miles and containing 8 million individuals. 
with ant kingdoms, aren't they all children of the queen ant? That I'm not sure of. It, possibly. I think so. But that's like an ant New York City. If there's a leafcutter ant that gets separated from its tribe somewhere and it's out on its own and it runs into another leafcutter ant civilization that, uh-huh. that it did not originate from, would the new ant civilization take this one in as one of its own or would they see it as an enemy? I don't know. I heard a stat one time. Think about how light an ant is, right? How what an ant is? Light, like lightweight. Oh, yeah. How many ants do you think it would take to equal like one pound? A lot, right? Like thousands. Oh, I know what you're talking about. If you weighed all the humans in the world and all the ants in the world, the ants weigh more than all the humans in the world. Yeah, way more than the humans, like a significant amount more. Where the, and f- that where is- the hell are all these ants? They're underground and shit. But dude, I think it would take like a million ants to equal even one pound, right? Five pounds? That is so many ants. So many goddamn ants. And they're all chainsawing each other. Somewhere maybe in the deep jungle, they've got like 20 pound ants. Jesus, could you think of something more terrifying? <laughs> oh God. Uh, there's a lot on this list that's right up there. So, that's all I got on the leaf cutter ant. There are three left. Number one, number two, and number four on the list. Now, let me give you a little bit of direction here. Of the three remaining animals, two are insects. The other is a mammal. Would you like to guess the mammal first? It's not in a farm. It's not in the water. No. Is it a giraffe? It is not a giraffe. Gorilla. It is a gorilla. What made you That's say number gorilla? Four. Well, I was going back because I ruled out farm, I ruled out the water, and I remember you talking about the staple animals of the zoo. And so, the gorilla is the yeah, one the I had gorilla, The gorilla. I also said chimp. I was surprised that strength to weight that the chimp didn't make the top 10. But strength to weight ratio wise, the gorilla does. The gorilla is number four. Knew it. The gorilla is the largest primate. Uh, Not it, if you count my Aunt Sal, am I right? It can carry weight up to two tons. That's 4,000 pounds. That's 10 times more than their body weight. What are they carrying that's two tons? A shitload of other gorillas. <laughs> 10 other gorillas. I don't know. That's how strong their arms are. And how do they know? Do the scientists just go into the wild and say, hey, gorilla, hey. Coco was pretty... We all know Coco, that monkey was all right. That chimp's all right. (laughs) I bet they could communicate with Coco enough to like ask her to do some bench presses or something. Yeah. But I'm I'm sure that they have ways of like measuring that among gorillas in captivity. Now- What was the number of X times its body weight it can carry? 10. Wow. That is fucking nuts. So, gorillas are scary as hell. Have you ever seen that video of a gorilla- running full speed at this what seems to be a guide in the jungle and the guide stands his ground and because he does the he you know the gorilla runs right up to him and then backs down he was bluffing (laughs) but holy hell that dude has (laughs) balls of still because the (laughs) yeah he was bluffing that guy's intact the guide is still intact four yeah 400 pound gorilla was he's like hauling ass at him he's just this (laughs) blur of like silver and black and scary teeth and the guy just stands there now they're scary as hell but severe aggression is rare in stable groups of gorillas but when two mountain gorilla groups meet the two silverbacks that are in charge of both groups (laughs) yes they're in charge (laughs) that's what 
It is. I know, and it's a funny way to say it. It's not like they're like assigning like job titles to oh, people no, and, like distributing money. Well, and... they're responsible for the defense of the rest of the clan and they're like, yeah, they're like the king. They got to go to lead them into war. <laughs> yeah. The two groups meet. Instead of them all going at it, they have their leaders, the two silverbacks, engage in a fight to the death. Can you imagine watching two gorillas fight to the death? And you know how they no, but how they kill? No. They use their big sharp canine teeth to cause deep gaping injuries. Dude, I can't even imagine as a person or a gorilla being just on a normal day with my clan and all of a sudden, unexpected, just, unprepared, oh! I'm in a I'm in a fight to my death. So does the silverback that wins does he inherit the other one's clan? No, I don't know. I don't I don't think so. From what I read, there is probably another male in the clan that right. would move up to that. But I mean, yeah, holy shit. One day you're like, you know, sitting on your ass eating roots <laughs> yeah. and you hear a rustling and you look up and you're like, oh, well, I'm going to be a gladiator today. Yeah. And the, the next one in line is like some nerdy gorilla with suspenders and glasses on being like, oh, I hope daddy wins. <laughs> Isn't it interesting? I'm stating the obvious here. I get it. But it's fascinating how animals like gorillas and many others, ants is another great example, how they just instinctually fall in line. They have this whole societal ladder and culture. Yep. And it's just inherent in all of them from birth, unspoken. I don't know. God works in mysterious ways. And look how many different ways humans organize themselves in different hierarchies and stuff. Yeah. Humans don't fall in the line as naturally as every other animal species, I would say. Gorilla might be the scariest in the top 10 thus far. I think I'd rather take my chances against the tiger than a gorilla, honestly. Well, hold on. I got one more scary gorilla fact here. Okay. Uh, you remember Coco. Coco uh, was reported to have a preoccupation with both male and female human nipples. Oh, Jesus Christ. Several people reported saying that Coco wanted to see their nipples. In 2005, three staff at the Gorilla Foundation, where Coco lived, filed lawsuits against the organization, alleging that they had been pressured to reveal their nipples to Coco by the organization's oh. executive director, among <laughs> no. other violations of labor law. <laughs> the lawsuits were settled out of court. Dude. Gorilla expert Kristen Lucas has said that other gorillas are not known to have such similar nipple fixation. Now, hold on a second. Okay. We know Coco likes to look at nipples. Now, Coco yes. also has had many, before she died, had many visits some from celebrity friends. <sighs> Celebrities Jackson. such as Robin Williams, Fred Rogers, Betty White, William Shatner, Flea, Leonardo DiCaprio, Peter Gabriel, and Sting. Coco the monkey has seen all those nipples. <laughs> you know it's true. <laughs> Who hasn't seen Betty White or Flea's nipples? Now, there's two insects left. They take up the number one and number two positions. I'll go ahead and tell you they are both types of beetles. Oh, the dung beetle? The dung beetle. Is oh, the my God. It's carrying shit. Now, listen. We've got a lot of dung beetle facts to <laughs> yeah. get through. You're going to have to pace yourself. The okay, dung okay. beetle is the strongest animal in the world for good goddamn reason. Now, these little buddies are half an inch long, but the males can lift objects 1,141 times heavier than their body weight. What the fuck? That is the equivalent of me pulling six double-decker buses full of people. No, full of shit is what it would be. 
other things that dung beetles do besides play with poop <laughs> is they can navigate using bright stars or the Milky Way to orient themselves. They look up at the sky at the stars in the Milky Way and they're like, no. I need to go left. <laughs> no, I don't. Now, I don't buy it. Dung beetles, where did they get that crazy name? Uh. It's because they like dung, poop. And there's three types of dung beetles. Did you know this? Nope. This is all, I'm new to the dung beetle game. You got your rollers, you got your tunnelers, and you got your dwellers. Now, your rollers are those beetles that will roll and bury a little dung ball. They bury it? They bury the dung ball either for food <sighs> or they also bury a dung ball as part of their mating ritual. The male and female dung beetle roll the dung ball together and then they bury it together and then they mate and then she lays the eggs inside the dung ball so when the babies hatch, they can eat that dung ball. <laughs> You told me to pace myself. We have to pause here. Okay. <laughs> Eat that dung ball. I want everyone to just really think about this. You're mating. You go grab a chick or a dude. You say, hey, there's some dung. Let's keep rolling it until it grows in girth. Let's roll this ball. Let's roll this big dung, dung ball. Let's roll this dung ball down a hill. You getting hot too? I'm getting <laughs> fucking hot as hell rolling this ball of shit. Stop for a second. Put on the brakes. Put the dung ball in a safe, secure holding spot. Take your mate, come and dig with your bare hands into the dirt until the dirt is deep enough to hold your dung ball. Go back, grab the dung ball, roll it back into your hole and then stick yourself in your mate's hole. Do that. That's not even the gross, worst part of it. I mean, this is like, this is scat. That's what this is. This is scat porn. Well. Oh my God. Okay, I'm ready to go on. Uh, that's what the dung beetle is all about. Now, those are your rollers. You got your tunnelers. They dig a tunnel and then they store the dung down in there. And you've got your dwellers. They dig right into the dung and live right inside it. Why? Why are they so strong? I don't know. No, why? no. not. Well, that's a question too, but why the dung? Why is this animal in particular so fascinated with the dung? I think they're pretty important. It loves dung important. so much that it evolved to be able to lift 1141 times its body weight in shit. Yeah, that's a big ball of dung. I would love to see like this little mighty mouse beetle holding this basketball sized <laughs> ball of dung above its head. It doesn't hold it, right? It rolls it, right? Yeah, in my mind it's holding it like Atlas. <laughs> Does the beetle roll like it starts with one animal's dung and then just goes on its way and it start, it keeps collecting keeps picking various up dung. Dungs. No, it just takes dung off of one big pile and puts it in a ball and says like, here we go. This is my piece. <laughs> wow. So, that's the dung beetle. Dung beetle. You got one beetle left. You think there's any celebrities out there that are into dung secretly? Yeah, there's rumors about some Hollywood, big shot Hollywood guy likes to lay underneath a glass table. Oh my God. Who? Who's that? I don't know. Probably Tom Hanks. <laughs> Tom Hanks. Jesus Christ. Don't say that about America's sweetheart. Number two, some other beetle. It's a beetle. I don't know beetles. Its first name, the description of this type of beetle is the name of another megafauna, a big large land mammal that is also strong. A bull something? No. These beetles have horns on their head. Yeah. Okay. I can picture it. It's the rhinoceros beetle. Yeah, that. The rhinoceros beetle is the second strongest animal in the world. 
because it can carry objects 850 times heavier than their body weight. A rhinoceros beetle is also called a Hercules beetle, a unicorn beetle, and a horn beetle because they have a big horn and they're stronger than hell. They cannot bite or sting. They're harmless to humans unless they pick you up. <laughs> That'd be a hell of a thing, right? You're just walking around and you see someone that appears to be like floating very close to the ground but not quite. Turns out they're being carried by a beetle. Sounds like a big beetle could probably pick up a baby. Yeah. The horns are only on the males and the horns are used for fighting during mating season or digging. The size of a beetle's horn is a good indicator of nutrition and physical health. The male rhinoceros beetle lives two to three years, but the females rarely live long after they mate. How hard are they mating that she dies right after? Males, they live two to three years, but the females rarely live long after they mate. They must mate them to death. Yeah. Are you going to say that's the dream? <laughs> that's the, uh, who's, who's like a Hollywood actor that's known for like... Mating people to death? <laughs> yeah. Burt Reynolds maybe. <laughs> that's what we call the Burt Reynolds. The last bullet on here is that in Asia, the rhinoceros beetle is a popular pet. Why? They are kind of cute. No, they're fucking not. I know they can't hurt humans, but they sure look like they can. Well, once you've been around one for a while, you realize how sweet and gentle you don't have to be afraid of them anymore. God damn, they do look scary as hell. All right, let me get a fresh look at one here. These look like heavy metal bugs. Oh, this is the one from A Bug's Life. I, keep, I pull this guy up and I just hear... <laughs> What's he picking up? They never said. I got to think it's like a softball. Whoa, here's a rhinoceros beetle picture of a rhinoceros beetle on a lady's hand. They're big. But some of them look different. They have like different horn structures. Every single one of these looks different. There's a different horn, a different color, a different head on every single one of these guys. This guy looks Dude. like a fucking triceratops. Yeah, triceratops. And this beetle's not sitting there because it wants to be cuddly and loving. It's sitting there because it's something to sit on yeah. until it gets put down. Doesn't care about you. People that have bugs as pets, just unsubscribe from this show because the bug doesn't love you. Oh my God. I'm looking at their larva. Uh-huh. This is disgusting. Look how big this is. Oh, Jesus Christ. In doing research for this, I saw that a scientist said that in the future, uh, if there is a food shortage that, you know, chicken has like up to 25% protein by weight. But that beetles have 40% protein by weight. Never. Man, these are, I got to stop looking at these. You, you can stop looking at them because you've conquered the list. And I'm going to run down once again the 10 strongest animals in the world by strength to weight ratio. Number 10 was the grizzly bear. Number 9, anaconda. 8, elephant. 7 is the ox. 6, tiger. 5, eagle. 4, gorilla. Three, leaf cutter ant. Two, rhino beetle. Number one, strongest animal in the world, the dung beetle. And I want to go back through them with their percentage because number 10, the grizzly bear. Think about the grizzly bear. Big, scary, strong motherfucker, right? You don't want to fuck with the grizzly bear. It can lift 0.8 times its body weight, which is impressive. But then you go to number one, over 1,100 times its body weight. And just from number three to two, number three, the leaf cutter ant, 20 times. To the rhino beetle number two, 850 times. Why? I'm going to figure out if I was a rhino beetle, 
How much could I pick up? I could lift 88 and a half tons if I was a rhino beetle. That is almost a blue whale. You just pick it up. Can you imagine? Jesus. But the gorilla is the strongest mammal, the strongest non-bug out there. Yeah. And it's only 10 times, which is still like scary. 10 times. Okay. So, by same thing. We need to start having gorilla pull our, instead of riding horses and having them pull our uh, wagons, we got to start hanging, <laughs> putting them on gorillas. They can carry more. Oh, my God. <laughs> can you imagine gorillas? Instead of, you know, in the 1800s where people were taking covered wagons across the country and the gold rush and stuff, instead of horses and ox, they're, <laughs> they're, con- they're coming down on gorillas. Well, that would have made the Oregon Trail game a lot more interesting. Instead of like yeah. your ox died, it would be like your silverback got into a fight to the death with another silverback and suffered many gaping wounds. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. It would be more interesting. If I could lift 10 times my body weight, I could pick up a mature Holstein cow, according to the internet. Picked up a few of those this morning. What's the big deal about that? Or I could pick up two and a half big fat pigs. (sighs) Wow. That's it. That's animals. Strong animals. We did it. That was uh, full of surprises, actually. I was sure the ant would be number one. I never would have thought that the dung beetle, all that dung... It uh, weighs you down carrying all that dung around. There's no better way to build your strength than rolling a ball of dung 1,141 times larger than yourself. And having sex inside of it. Yeah. Hey, baby, help me roll this ball of shit. (laughs) I'm going to hump you on it. And then the kids are born. They stand no chance. First, They're going to be born loving shit. Yeah. First thing they see, it's this vicious cycle of shit loving and eating and fucking. You merely adopted the shit. I was born in it. Brandon. Mm Mm-hmm. You told me that at the end of this episode, you'd tell me who in the top 10 you'd least want to get in a fight with. Is it the gorilla? I was going to say the anaconda, but after we talked about the gorilla, it's the gorilla. Think about a rhino beetle that's full size, like the size of a rhino. Dude, a rhino's not in the top 10, isn't it? Because rhinos, aren't they built like a tank? You'd think they'd be in here. Yeah, they're, but they're also very heavy. So, that makes a difference too because it's strength to weight. So, if they're very strong but they're also very heavy, that affects their strength to weight ratio. Okay. Anyway, I want to, uh, before we wrap up, I want to give folks a little insight into our schedule this month. So, this episode that you're listening to now, this great, amazing, life-changing episode, this episode dropped on December 11th. A week from today is December 18th. That is episode uh, 68 will be December 18th and it's going to be Christmas themed, Brandon. I have the list. And then, the next two Wednesdays after that fall on Christmas Day and New Year's Day. There will be no new episodes on those days. <gasps> it's just not going to work with our schedules. Are you yawning at me? No, I was. that was me going... <gasps> Yeah, okay. Like that, like... <gasps> so, next week's episode, December 18th. After that, the next episode will be January 8th. But if you can't wait to get your fix, you can become a tennis patron at patreon.com slash tennis pod. We will be releasing at least two bonus episodes during that two-week stretch. And we're not doing that to be assholes. We're doing that just because we have some shows in the bank already that we're going to release around that time, including Brandon's next Mandalorian review and a Seinfeld bonus episode. If you want to sign up, you'll also get a bunch of free shit, discounts on merch. Go to patreon.com slash one zero I-S-H-P-O-D. Huh? Okay. Look for our Christmas episode next week. Brandon. Yep. How can they follow you on Twitter? At SidekickHost on Twitter. 
That's right. You can roll your big ball of dung right on over to Twitter and follow Brandon at Sidekick Host. You can follow me at Nick underscore E-M-E-L. You can also follow the Tennis Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram at Tennis Pod. <sighs> One last plug and then I'm going to turn this bitch off. If you want to write us a review and rate us, we're trying to build up our reviews on Podchaser. Go to podchaser.com in the search bar. Search for Tennis Podcast. Find our show there. You can follow us, rate us, review us. We really appreciate it. And in the future, we're going to read reviews from Podchaser the same way we do Apple Podcast reviews. Good deal, everybody. That's it. If you excuse me, I got to go have sex in a giant ball of shit 1,100 times my size. We'll see you next week. Bye.